Canelo Alvarez defeats Callum Smith on a 12-round UD. This was a good performance by Canelo. It was bizarre seeing a man in there who is 5'8 at best. I think 5'8 is generous for Canelo, to be honest. I've seen him stand next to certain welterweights and he was significantly shorter than them. <laughs> so I reckon he might be more like 5'7, but hey, it's only an inch difference. Uh, it looked bizarre in there, him against Callum Smith, who's 6'3. The height difference was crazy, but Callum Smith... There's just something about him where he doesn't quite have enough fire in his belly. I was very impressed with his performance against uh, George Groves from a technical point of view and the way he got the job done. Obviously, he knocked out Rocky Fielding in a round and stuff like that. But then he's had other performances, like when he fought Nicky Holskin in the World Boxing Super Series, when he fought John Ryder, where... An injection of pace is needed. Some ferocity is needed. But Callum Smith speaks in a very monotone way, as do his brothers. And he kind of fights in a monotone fashion. You know what I mean? There isn't life and energy and spark and a next gear to go to a lot of the time with him. And that's what he displayed here against Canelo Alvarez. Whereas Canelo does have gears. Canelo, Canelo can turn up the temperature. He can increase the pace. But he didn't really need to in this fight, truth be told, because he was having his own way from very early on. Callum Smith was trying to move around, box, use his height and reach. He apparently injured his bicep in the third or fourth round. I couldn't detect when it happened. I did watch the fight. I couldn't detect when it happened. But after the fight and, well, in the late rounds, his bicep did look a bit weird. So I'm not going to doubt that there was some kind of issue there with his arm. I don't think that would have made any difference to the outcome of the fight. I think he was going to lose either way. Canelo Alvarez, as a pressure fighter, he's improved a lot. Because back in the days, I really wasn't impressed with Canelo's pressure fighting ability. He struggled on the front foot. He was more naturally a counter-puncher, Canelo Alvarez, on the back foot, despite his build. Because when you look at a guy like Canelo, who's like a Mexican Mike Tyson, you know, big neck, stocky, muscular guy, that he doesn't fight like Mike Tyson. His natural tendency, as I say, is to box on the back foot and counter you. Uh, or at least stand in the middle of the ring and let you come to him and then counter you in the middle of the ring or exchange with you in the middle of the ring. So it's taken a long time for him to develop his front foot pressure fighting skills. But eventually he's managed to get that down as well. And he's looked very impressive on the front foot in many fights. Canelo still tries to counter punch a lot on the front foot. And he boxes his way in. You know, this is not a Joel Frazier who's just going to be relentlessly on your case and bobbing and weaving constantly and getting in close and, you know, ripping shots or Mike Tyson or even someone like Julio Cesar Chavez Sr. Canelo's pressure fighting is not like that. He boxes his way in and there's nothing wrong with that. I'm just saying there's a difference. He boxes his way in behind the jab. Uh, you know, Mike Tyson used to use his jab as well, but he was far more in a hurry than Canelo Alvarez to get in close. Canelo boxes his way in 
He maneuvers you slowly into positions like we saw here against Callum Smith. He got Callum Smith on the ropes and that's where he started unloading and doing most of his damage. There was moments where he would faint as if he was going to throw a hook and then he'd come with a left uppercut and hit Callum Smith on the chin. He was really having fun in there, Canelo. He was doing what he wanted. There wasn't much back from Callum Smith and it was actually similar to the John Ryder fight in terms of the pattern of the fight. But of course, this wasn't remotely close. Canelo Alvarez dominated Callum Smith completely. There is no way you could interpret, oh, maybe Callum Smith won it. No, no, this was a total domination by Canelo Alvarez over Callum Smith. One of his easiest fights. I mean, you could compare this fight maybe to the fight he had with Julio Cesar Chavez Jr. <laughs> a few years ago. It was, it was that kind of fight where he just had all his own way. Sergey Kovalev certainly gave Canelo Alvarez a lot more issues than uh, Callum Smith was able to. I guess that's maybe the power of Kovalev's jab, just the fact he's a better boxer. But either way, you know, Canelo Alvarez had his way. Now, in terms of his next move, because there's not really much else to talk about <laughs> with the uh, Callum Smith fight. In terms of his next move, You've had, uh, let's see here, Jamal Charlo saying he'll move up to 168 to fight Canelo. Well, of course, I'm sure there are heavyweights who would try and get down at 168 to fight Canelo. <laughs> He's the cash cow. I like the fight if Jamal Charlo is serious about it and if his uh, handler, Al Heyman, will actually allow him to step forward and take that fight at 168. Let's get it on. Canelo Alvarez is a free agent at the end of the day. He's working on a fight-by-fight -fight basis with whoever. So that fight could happen if Canelo wants it and if uh, Jamal... Ch See, if there's any nonsense from PBC, like, okay, Canelo, yeah, you can fight Jamal Charlo, but you got to sign a four-year deal with Al Heyman. If there's any kind of nonsense like that, seriously, people, that's not a, a proper offer for a Canelo Alvarez fight. Canelo Alvarez is the biggest star in boxing. He calls the shots. He's a free agent. He has his own promotional company. He doesn't have a handler like Jamal Charlo has with Al Heyman. He's his own man, truly his own man. Therefore, you're going to have to approach him. If you want to fight him, you're going to have to approach him like that. Not with some, oh yeah, signed to PBC for 10 fights. <laughs> you got to be kidding me. So let's see what happens with that. But I'd certainly like it if uh, Canelo Alvarez fought Jamal Charlo. I think it'd be a good fight. You've also got Caleb Plant. And these are all PBC guys, right? Caleb Plant, a PBC guy. Uh, you've got um, Benavidez also. So these are the fights they have to be looking at. And of course, Billy Joe Saunders is a zone fighter. And Canelo, again, is not signed to zone anymore, but he is working with them on a fight-by-fight -fight basis, certainly did for the Smith fight. Will he do that? Or will the Mexican and American fans get a little tired of Canelo just fighting British guys? Because Canelo has beaten up so many British fighters at this point. <laughs> I mean, he beat up Matthew Hatton. That's when he won his first world title. I say won. <laughs> they really gave him that world title when he beat Matthew Hatton, a man who'd never fought at 154 before, and he wasn't even a world-class welterweight. But 
yeah, the Matthew Hatton fight was many years ago. He beat him up. He beat uh, Ryan Rhodes, another British fighter, many years ago. Uh, he beat, of course, Liam Smith, Callum's brother. <laughs> yeah, beat Callum Smith. Are there any people I'm forgetting here? Let me go back and look through Killalo's record. Liam Smith. Oh, Amir Khan. How could I forget Amir Khan? Yeah, he he laid Amir Khan out. That was horrible. <laughs> Ryan Rose, Matthew Hatton. Yeah, so maybe the Canelo fans of Rocky Fielding. Forgot him. Maybe the Canelo fans are getting a little tired of uh, Canelo being fed what they would consider to be Euro bums. These guys they bring over from England and they, you know, in their view, they can't really fight. And perhaps they would see Billy Joe Saunders as something similar. I'm not saying he is, but that might be the perception that side of the pond. And with that possibly being the case, they might decide to go in a different direction rather than fighting a, a Billy Joe Saunders. But I personally think Billy Joe Saunders has more wrinkles to his game than Callum Smith. I'm not saying he's necessarily better than Callum Smith or worse. I'm just saying he's different. He's faster. He's more slick. And I think Billy Joe Saunders has got more He's got more fire in his belly. He's a more fiery character than Callum Smith. And I think he'll need that against Canelo Alvarez. I think that could serve him well against Canelo Alvarez. Is when need be, you can call on that fire to take your game up to the next level. So I still wouldn't pick Billy Joe Saunders in the fight right now because Canelo Alvarez is tremendously skilled. He's got head movement, boxes his way around the ring. He's very, very difficult to hit clean. And we saw that in the Callum Smith fight again very difficult to hit this guy clean. Danny Jacobs, who's a fast athletic uh, fighter, couldn't hit Canelo with anything. <laughs> His jabs are all missing. So, very good defense, even when he's coming forward. But nonetheless, I think Billy Joe Saunders would be an interesting matchup. More interesting from a stylistic point of view than the Callum Smith fight. And Caleb Plant, something similar. He's a, a slick, kind of fast guy, athletic. Benavidez, he's definitely got loads of fire. Even though Benavidez doesn't really use his height and reach very effectively a lot of the time, he's got loads of fire in his belly. He's got fast hands. And I actually compared him to Callum Smith years ago. I said he reminds me of Callum Smith in the sense that he's a tall guy who fights like a, a smaller guy. But he's so much faster and more explosive and he's just got more fire in his belly than Callum Smith. Again, who talks in a very monotone way and fights in a monotone way. So Benavidez, that could be an interesting one. And who else did I mention there? Yeah, Billy Joe Saunders, Benavidez, Caleb Plant, Canelo Alvarez. Anyway, yeah, that's my take on that current situation with... Mr. Saul Alvarez, let me know your thoughts in the comments below. If you'd like to access all my boxing content advert-free and enjoy the convenience of listening via a podcast app with the option to download in high-quality MP3, then consider joining me on Patreon. In addition to the aforementioned perks, you'll also gain access to exclusive weekly live stream Q&A sessions and hangouts, as well as uncensored, no-holds-barred uploads, which are too blue for YouTube. This includes my popular Confessions of a Nightclub Bouncer series. Just head on over to my Patreon page and select the tier called Hatman Boxing Extra. There's no contract, there's no commitment, 
It's only £2.50 a month and you can cancel at any time. So come and join our community of hardcore boxing enthusiasts by signing up with me here on Patreon today.